From JBLE Studios, you're listening to The Whole Picture, a military-produced podcast that reaches beyond the front gates. Each month, we choose the topic and bring a variety of segments that fit within that theme. I'm Airman First Class Enrique Barcelo, and I'll be your producer for this month's special Halloween-themed episode. With me today is Airman First Class Nicholas Myers, and joining us later is Airman First Class Amanda Dole. Being newer residents of Virginia, Airman Myers and I wanted to see if there was any truth to a local legend we had heard about. Moving around a lot when I was a kid, it seemed like everywhere you live, everywhere you go, no matter how big or how small the town, there's always local legends, myths, lore, tales that have been built up by the locals. I've lived here in Hampton, Virginia for about a year and a half now, and I've already heard one of these stories. And it's about a bridge in Yorktown on a road called Crawford Road. And this road is supposed to be very haunted. There's supposed to be a lot of paranormal activity. There was a group of friends who were driving one night. They were driving down Crawford Road. And they were just talking in the car, laughing, listening to music. When they reached the bridge, which is where the legend is supposed to take place, where all the paranormal stuff is supposed to happen, the CD they were listening to let out a high-pitched shrieking sound for about 10 seconds until they were out of the range, I guess, of this bridge. Are, Are we bringing a CD with us? I mean, I think the more modern version would be for us to listen to an MP3. I know you like to listen to yourself on podcasts. You prefer to listen to that in the car? Absolutely. We can do that, too, but then if you just start shrieking in the car, <laughs> I'm probably going to kick you out. Well, I have this great podcast we can listen to. <laughs> this couple parked their car, and then somebody tried to open their door under this bridge, and then they looked, and they saw a bloody hand. This other one says, if you wrote your name on the bridge, you would die. We all die eventually, so I guess that's true. <laughs> if you wrote your name on the bridge, eventually... Technically not wrong. I believe this stuff, some of it. I've lived in some houses where some creepy things have happened where I've seen people, and I've heard my name whispered in my ear, and all sorts of weird things like that. So I definitely believe this stuff. There's definitely a possibility of there being some truth to it, but I'm sure there's a lot of it that's been sensationalized over the years. One person says something about it, another person repeats the story but adds something to it, and over time it builds up into this legend that everybody's heard of. I think we should try to go there. I think we are going to go there. Alright, so we're turning onto Crawford Road right now. This here, right? Crawford Road? This is it. We're on Crawford Road. There's some woods here on our right, and to the left of us is a pretty new looking neighborhood. Alright, let's see here. Still got a little ways to go before we probably get to that point. It's starting to get a little bit darker. More sparse. More yeah. There we it go. just got really dark yeah, really fast. You hit that line, it's just boom. Wow, dark, okay. No lights. The woods are closing in, the road's getting darker, and now it's, it's just the pitch trees black. Feel like they're encroaching on you, and it's just getting darker. Oh, there it is. There's a little cross on the side of the road. There's a lot of graffiti on this bridge. Let's go under the bridge. Let me put the car in park. 
creepy. And we're gonna turn the car off and the lights. Do you see any ghosts yet? I don't see any ghosts. Wait, what is that? That looks like a person walking across the street. That does. Whoa, okay, now they're sprinting. Put the windows up. Start the car. Start the car. So that didn't actually happen. Our experience was a lot less exciting than what we led you to believe, but it's important to explore the area around you, especially when you PCS. It's good to go out into the community and find things around, but you don't actually have to go far. You can find things on base, and that's where Airman First Class Amanda Dole comes in. She's gonna talk to us about her chat with uh, Ray Savino, who works for RTL Paranormal, and what she found. So I had a chance to sit down with Ray Savino. Um, he's the founder of RTL Paranormal. They are a group that was formed in 2009 who'd go around the local area to do investigations of places people feel are haunted. Um, they have actually done three different investigations at both Fort Eustis and Langley. They have done the Matthew Jones House, um, the uh, Langley contracting building, as well as a private rail car that was um, parked at the Transportation Museum. So, so this guy and his team have been around to the buildings on base and they say these buildings are pretty haunted? So yeah, I mean, the way that it has worked for them is they've been told stories about specific buildings or specific areas um, at Fort Eustis and Langley that um, people have experienced paranormal events. Um, so they asked permission um, to investigate a few different buildings and things on base. Um, and one of the locations, the contracting building, um, you know, is pretty, pretty well known throughout Langley for being haunted. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we're able to do that. Um, we also investigated uh, a building on Langley Air Force Base. Um, there was a lot of stories and claims by the people that work in that building um, that has sparked my interest even more. And turned on, and the phone was ringing, and like, um, like you would do, like, um, what do you call it? When you page somebody in another office. Right. So somebody was paging from one office to another office, but there wasn't anybody there. Um, we've actually heard uh, women singing with our ears. Um, we've actually, during our breaks, usually what we do is, um, during our breaks, we go all go outside. Um, that way there's nobody in the house or nobody in the building, and we leave our, um, our DVR system up, our digital auto recorders. Um, the, the audio recorders caught um, women humming in the hallway where People have said they've seen a woman and heard a woman uh, singing. Um, I think the best piece of video, uh, the best piece of evidence we captured was video down in the basement. We had a DVR system. Ray and his team also had a chance to investigate the Matthew Jones house. It's the oldest building in the DOD, so it has a lot of history. Um, and he shared with me kind of what they found there as well. 
paranormal claims and there was a lot, especially in four uses, um, disturbances or anything. So we got to, uh, we got rewarded twice. We got to hang out with the kids and have fun and then. So the team uses a variety of different equipment. They, um, some of their stuff is triggered by electric, electromagnetic fields. Um, they also use digital audio recorders. They also, um, if people have stories about like they're hearing children or anything like that, they'll use what they call trigger objects. So it could be toys if it's a child. Um, they'll bring in toys to see if maybe it's a ball, they'll roll it around the floor. The last place that they had an opportunity to um, investigate was a private rail car that was parked at the Transportation Museum. And uh, Ray had a chance to tell me a little bit about what they found and also shared some of their recordings that they took while they were at that location. Do some work places with this, uh, claims and stories on the military bases, so keep me posted. Okay. And then you also um, did the rail car? Yes. Um, here at the Transportation Museum, there was a rail car owned by a private, I guess he was retired, retired military. Um, and he had a private rail car that he would, I guess, live in it, and he would take it to up a little bit, but um, I told him we would be happy to do it because it was unique. I mean, how often do you, if you're a ghost hunter, you get to ghost hunt? Did you purposely end your life or did you die naturally? Die. I never really believed in ghosts. Um, it's I have friends that watch all the TV shows and uh, think everything's spooky and the whole time that they watch these shows I'm like, yeah, you know, trying to figure out, well, that could have just been the window was open, you know what I mean? Um, but after speaking with Ray and his passion for paranormal investigation, it kind of left me with the question that, well, maybe ghosts really do exist. I don't really believe in all this ghost hunting, but there are people that spend their time, you know, hunting ghosts, and then there's others who, you know, spend their evenings telling ghost stories. And I got to speak with Mike Scruton, who does tours around Colonial Williamsburg, and I got to go on a tour with him, and he told me a little bit about what it's like to give tours to people who wanted to know a little bit more. Uh, well, basically what I do, depending on which tour we're doing, the tour we did tonight is what we call the extreme tour. Basically what we do is um, we go around and we tell stories at the different sites where a lot of these stories were reported to have happened. We always encourage our people, if they're taking pictures with phones or cameras, to take pictures. And a lot of times, especially in the windows, you get images of things that just shouldn't be there. In fact, on a couple different occasions, my groups have actually gotten so scared they've run off into the field and I've had to go gather them up, which was a lot of fun when that happens. So when I met with Mike, I could tell he was excited about his job. He had a candlelit lantern that he walked around with, and he was with a smile on his face leading a group of people on their tour. He got into his role as a storyteller, and I got to hear some of his stories. So a short time later, Bellhop arrives, grabs her luggage, and she follows him into the hotel. And as they're walking down the hall towards the room, she noticed this guy's acting really strange. He's acting kind of jittery, 
by the time they get to the room, this guy is literally fumbling with the keys. And when he gets the door open, she says he takes her luggage, tosses it in the room, and takes off down the hall. He doesn't wait for a tip or anything. And she thought that was really strange. But when she got in there, the room was beautiful. It was everything she had expected, big king bed with the four posts. And she said it wasn't long before she lay down and fell asleep. She said she woke up a little while later when she heard keys in her door. She heard the door open and footsteps coming across the room. And so she jumps up and she flips on the lights and the room is empty. The door is still closed and locked. I've been to Williamsburg a number of times already, but I've never been at night. And I can certainly tell you that it's a completely different experience of being there at night. And it definitely set the mood for the ghost tour that I went on. It's a unique opportunity to go out and see some places in the dark that you don't normally see. And so even if you're a local and you've walked these streets maybe a hundred times, but if you've never done it at night, it's totally different. Everything looks different, it sounds different. And so whether you're a tourist or whether you live here, it's just a chance to get out and do something a little different. And you can learn a little bit about the local history at the same time that you don't always hear about. So it's, um, it's just a fun thing to do, get out and change things up. So next time you're PCSing or going on TDY, go out and explore the area around you. And even if you've been somewhere for an extended period of time, go out and explore. Or if you've been somewhere, explore it again, because every time you go, it's a different experience, and you never really know what you might find. Be sure to tune in next month, where we'll be discussing family. Thanks for listening. This has been The Whole Picture from JBLE Studios. For more stories like the ones you heard today, visit us at www.jble.af.mil and be sure to subscribe to our show. I'm your producer, Airman First Class Enrique Barcelo, and additional contributions for this show were provided by Airman First Class Nicholas Myers and Airman First Class Amanda Dole. Special thanks to Jason Shaw, whose music was used in this production.